Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Hello, welcome back everyone. Thanks for joining me this week. We are going to be talking today about something that I'm calling my personal intuition experiment. It's something that I've been considering talking about on here, but I wasn't quite ready to talk about it until now. I wanted to be well into it a little ways, and boy, the results have been unbelievable. Oh, and not only am I going to talk about the experiment, but I'm going to talk about the reality of how my ego is feeling in this experiment. First of all, my intuition experiment. So on August 1st, I decided to begin a one-year experiment that I'm calling my intuition experiment. Basically, I am going to follow my intuition wherever it takes me, whatever it tells me for one year. And the reason that I decided to do this is because it is so easy to ignore our intuition. If you are wondering about how you tell what is intuition versus what is your mind or your ego, I actually have an episode about this, all about intuition. So if you scroll back, find the episode about intuition and you can learn more about that. But our intuition, it's a small voice. One of my good friends and me, we call it the little voice. Your intuition is calm, it's quiet, it's, it's not yelling at you, it doesn't put you in a panic, it doesn't invoke big emotion the way that our ego and our mind does. That makes the intuition very, very easy to ignore, while it's very, very easy to listen to the loud ego, the loud mind. And what I realized over the summer is that when I listen to my intuition, because there were a few things over the summer that came directly from my intuition, like my big 600 mile bike trip, what comes from my intuition always, always seems to set me up in just the right place where I'm at just the right place and time for things to work out so perfectly. But what I also realized is that it's very challenging for me to consistently listen to my intuition. And I decided that I would be far more likely to listen to my intuition consistently if I made some kind of rule for myself around it. It seemed like setting some amount of time would be the way to go. And actually the one year was inspired by an experiment that Catherine Zinkina of Manifestation Babe talks about in her podcast that she did many years ago. She decided to do an experiment for a year and her experiment was around manifestation. But she felt like a one-year period of time was long enough to really see results, but not so long that if it wasn't working, that it would destroy her life. which I thought was really great logic and worked for me. So that's the one year was inspired by that. So I decided one year listening to my intuition and doing whatever my intuition tells me. So how's, how's it going? (laughs) I'm truly blown away. As soon as I made this decision, it's like 
the universe just was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and a lot, a lot has happened. Um, so the first, the first big thing that came from this experiment was the decision to spend the entire winter and some of the spring camping on a beach in Mexico. My partner and I were planning to go to Mexico for some portion of the winter, but I was very resistant to the idea of being there uh, more than a couple months. And we're going to end up being there about five months now. And that absolutely came directly from my intuition. I was seeing myself there the whole winter in meditation. I was getting these little messages about spending the whole winter there, just left and right, all kinds of little signs. And that actually had been happening for a while before the experiment. But once I started the experiment, of course, then I surrendered to it. And I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. So that's what we're doing. And I'm currently sitting in my house surrounded by boxes and bins because in order to start traveling full time like this again, we're going to be moving out of our house and putting everything into storage like we did many, many years ago. Back in 2016, we did the same thing and started traveling full time. So I'm sitting right now in kind of the the process of following that particular piece of intuitive advice. And once I've gone over what's happened with the experiment, I'm going to talk about some of the challenges that I'm dealing with right now at this moment, because I think it's really important to share the reality of what it feels like to take these big leaps of faith based on your intuition. It's a beautiful practice and it's very, very challenging. And I feel like not enough people talk about the challenging transition from deciding to follow your intuition to actually taking the leap because it is, it's tricky. Okay, so back to the experiment. I made the decision that we were going to spend the whole winter in Mexico. Then the next big thing that came up was I started getting all of these intuitive hits about Catherine Zinkina's course, Manifestation Babe Academy. Some of you may be familiar with it. If you're not, I highly recommend checking her out. She's amazing. She's been a fabulous, fabulous resource for me through my spiritual journey. So this is a course that I had been thinking about for, oh, just on and off a little bit here and there from listening to her podcast because she mentions it. This is her big like keystone course, like all of her knowledge packed into one big, I think it's like a five month course. And I was feeling really iffy about it because it, my ego didn't like it at all for, I think for a lot of reasons, because really the course is, it's a big, it's a healing course and you go really deep into your ego and that's scary. And the course is a big initial investment. And that also was very scary to me. I was at a place where, you know, my travel blog is my main source of income, but as you can imagine, the last two years have not been the best years for travel. <laughs> and so it felt it felt like a real stretch, a real, real stretch, the idea of joining this course. But I just kept getting intuitive hits, intuitive hits. I even directly asked the universe, okay, if I'm supposed to do this, give me this sign. I want to see 
1111 combined with butterflies. I made it a very specific thing because I was really feeling quite nervous. After I asked the universe for that sign, literally an hour later, a friend of mine did a reading. And one of the first things she said, she stopped the reading and she was like, okay, this is for someone I'm seeing it's 1111 and I'm seeing butterflies flying all around the numbers. Literally, you guys. (laughs) It was so crazy. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I have to do this. (laughs) So I did. So I took the leap. I made the investment and I joined the course. And, you know, mostly thinking to myself, like, okay, I just, I really just want to bring in the cost of this course. I want to cover the cost of this course. That's really, that was, I was, I was thinking that as I started the course. And we'll get to that because the universe came through in a huge way. But next what happened is uh, I injured my back. As we were coming back from Burning Man in early September, I really badly injured my back to where I almost couldn't walk. I mean, I really couldn't walk. I was hunched over. I had to use like a cane. I felt like it was crazy. I felt like, you know, a, a 90 year old woman trying to get around and the first day that I injured my back, I was I was sitting on my couch and there was the strangest thing. I felt, I actually felt my sacral chakra like crack open and I literally felt memories flooding out of it. And suddenly all of these memories that I didn't even remember from my very early childhood years, like three, four, five years old, started pouring into my consciousness I started crying and my intuition, the little voice, I just heard like, you have to cry and cry and cry until you can't cry anymore. I think that it's something where I not in this experiment, I think I would have resisted that. But because I was I'm in this intuition experiment, I was like, okay. And so I just sat on my couch and I cried and I cried and I cried. And I ended up crying for about two days. I mean, really, it was, it was kind of unreal. I processed as I sat with this back injury, hundreds, probably hundreds of memories and cried and cried and cried and cried. And poor Tom, you know, he was, he just kind of kept checking on me. Like, you know, is it still okay? Like for you to (laughs) be this upset? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, it's, you know, I'm just releasing, I'm releasing. You got it. I just have to cry this out. Something's going on with me spiritually right now. Sure enough, after I cried and cried and cried and I had a Reiki session and boom, my back was 85% better. Suddenly, you know, I could walk around and it was quite incredible. And here's where it gets really interesting. Right in the middle of that, as I, as I was crying, I started getting deposits in my bank account that I wasn't expecting. Thousands of dollars deposits of thousands of dollars. And it it was, it was pretty wild. Over a two week period, I received many, many, many thousands of dollars that I was not expecting to receive at all that I had no idea that I would receive. And the total was in the, the five digit range of thousands of dollars by the end of two weeks, which of course completely covered the course that I was taking. And also interestingly covered my main concern for being in Mexico for the entire winter 
And the biggest concern that I had for being in Mexico for the whole winter was financial. It was like, I'm going to be on a beach in rural Mexico. I have to drive like a half an hour just to get internet. Like, how am I going to work enough to financially support myself while I do this? Like, how am I going to do this? And the blog, my travel blog is a passive income, but I have to keep working on it to keep that passive income going. And so this massive, massive, unexpected sum of money basically will fund my winter. I still plan on working. I am still going to be making this podcast. I'm going to be coming to you from a beach in Mexico, which is super exciting. Hopefully I can record the sound of the waves for you and it'll be great. I think I might do a couple episodes that are like guided meditations. We'll see. I have some ideas, but I'm definitely going to keep doing the podcast. But I don't have to worry about it now. It's literally like the universe was like, look, you trusted us here. Let's we're going to show you that that trust is not misguided. And it's been this beautiful, beautiful experience of really seeing in practice, in action, how much the universe does have my back. It's incredible. What's already happening, you know, here I am almost three months into this experiment And what's already happening is I have, I feel a deep safety and a deep security in life that is new and that is changing the way that I interact with the world. And it's, it's quite incredible. So the next thing that came out of this experiment is I was motivated to create and publish an ebook around my bicycle tour that I did back in June and July. It came to me that there is a real missing niche for a guide book for that particular trip. There are no guidebooks in existence for that trip. And this came to me in a meditation and I realized, oh, this is perfect. And so I actually just a few days ago published my newest ebook, which is that guide. Of course, I don't know exactly where that's going to go, but it was absolutely intuitively led It'll be really interesting to see, you know, how that does, especially as we get into the spring and people start riding that same route again. That's the popular season is later um, in the spring and summer. So far, those are all the big things that have occurred as a result of this experiment. And that's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. So what I also really want to talk about is how that has actually been physically and emotionally feeling in my body. All of that sounds so amazing, right? And it is. I am infinitely grateful for all of the experiences I've had so far with this experiment. And I have really had to use, I mean, really use all of my coping tools, all of my ego calming tools to get through all of these different shifts perfect example is after my back healed up and I continued getting all of these huge deposits of money, at some point I hit a threshold, the amount of money that I had received in such a short period of time that my ego started to freak out. It was actually enough money that it was way beyond the experience that my ego is familiar with, with money. Here's what happens. Even if it's a blessing, and this is so important to understand, guys, Even if it's an absolute blessing 
when you are put into the unknown or when you move into the unknown, if your ego doesn't know something, if it's not familiar to your ego, it doesn't matter how good it is. Your ego is still going to freak the fuck out. (laughs) So even though this was such a total positive, right? There's no negatives to this. I'm getting thousands of dollars. I didn't even know I was going to receive my ego was like, nope, 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 nope. This is not okay. This is unfamiliar. This is scary. So it must be bad. And what that felt like in practice was serious, um, like just this wave of anxiety, major anxiety. My ego was sending me all these thoughts of like, you don't really deserve this money. This money doesn't really belong to you. Something bad is going to happen to you because you have all of this money. Someone's going to steal all this money from you. I mean, really irrational stuff started going through my mind. Physically, I was feeling very anxious, very anxious. Luckily, because I have all of these tools in my belt around ego work, I recognized what was going on. And I basically took a day and used like every coping tool I can think of to calm my ego. So I spoke with my ego directly. I meditated and consciously chose to connect with my ego and calm her. In my episode about comforting your ego, which you could go back and listen to that, I, I talk about this, but I I sort of see my ego, I visualize her as this um, little wild nature child. And so I meditated, I spoke with her, I connected with her, I explained to her that this money was safe and that we were safe to have it and that I was going to make sure that I kept us safe and took good care of it and took good care of us. I also employed cold showers a lot. Basically, I would get in the shower, do a hot shower, and then at the end of the shower, turn the dial all the way to cold and stand in that cold water for like 30 seconds to a minute. What that does is it resets your vagus nerve. And that was very helpful for me when the anxiety got to like peak levels. I could do that. And then I would get out of the shower and speak with my ego. Another tool that I employed was EFT tapping. I mean, you can Google this if if you're not familiar with EFT tapping. I do highly recommend it as a calming tool for anxiety. Like if you're feeling nervous or stressed or scared, it's a really great way to calm yourself down and sort of rewrite what's going on in your mind. So I did some tapping. And then I also did a lot of journaling around why, why was I so uncomfortable and afraid of this sum of money? Like, what was it bringing up from my childhood? And so I did some inner child work too to figure it out. And it makes total sense with the ideas about money that I was raised with at all. It all made a lot of sense my parents had a very unhealthy relationship with money. And so I learned that at a very young age. I do also have episode about inner child work, a podcast episode. So if you want to go back and check that out, referencing all kinds of different tools today, because I've been using all of them in this intuition experiment. And I expect that I will be using all of them. Yeah, that's basically where I'm at as I'm packing up my house to go to Mexico thanks to my intuitive hit, I'm also having a real egoic freak out. You know, my ego is very nervous about this. I love, I love the house I live in. I love the town I live in. Our friends and family are very close by where we are here. 
it's a big move to leave all of that behind and to not have a home base or an anchor to really just take off into the world for full-time travel like this. Because when we're done in Mexico, then we're going to be going to Spain to walk the Camino de Santiago, which is also, of course, coming from an intuitive hit. So my ego, yeah, has been struggling with leaving behind all of the familiar. As I'm packing, what that's been looking like is I'll be packing my stuff and suddenly I'll just get this wave of like grief. It's much more like grief with, you know, with the money, there was a lot of anxiety. But what I'm feeling as I pack is a lot of grief. It's totally natural. Even when you are making a really positive shift in your life, like you're taking a big leap that you know is good for you and that you know is guided by the universe and your higher self, you're still leaving behind an old version of you and an old life. There's still something to grieve there. And I I don't think that we talk enough about this form of grief. When we talk about grief, we talk about, you know, losing a person, losing a pet, like we talk about death or maybe permanent separations. But the truth is, every time you go through a big shift, every time you take a leap of faith, you are going to experience grief. And it is so important to let that grief move through you. So if I feel a wave of grief while I'm packing, I stop and I let myself cry. The level of crying varies. Sometimes I stop and I just cry for, you know, 30 seconds and then I get back to packing. Sometimes I stop and I'm sobbing, you know, really, really heavily crying for a little while. No matter what, letting those tears come and letting myself feel and experience that grief is so key because I'm releasing it as I experience it. When you are experiencing an emotion fully and allowing yourself to fully feel it, it means it's moving through and out. If I did not allow myself to release all of this grief as it comes up, I would be bottling it and it would be getting stuck somewhere in my, somewhere in my body and somewhere in my energetic body. And then I would just have to release it later in some way. So it's well worth just letting yourself feel your emotions fully as they arise. Cannot recommend that highly enough. Okay, so that's, that's... I think everything for today, I'm going to definitely continue talking about my intuition experiment over the course of the year. I'm so interested to see how it continues to play out because it's, you know, it's been about three months and already the shifts that have occurred in my life are just incredible and massive. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. If you enjoyed it, if you connected with it, please take a screenshot, share it on social media, share it on Instagram. If you want to talk about any of this, send me a DM. I'm going to put my Instagram in the show notes below. And today I'm actually going to put my travel blog and my travel Instagram as well as my main spiritual account. Simply because if you're interested in following my photos and videos and seeing seeing all of the posts I make once we're on this paradise beach in Mexico. That way you can connect and do that. Thank you so much again for everyone who has reviewed the podcast, everyone who has shared it. I've recently had a number of people reach out to me in my DMs. I love, love, love to get feedback about the podcast. Please, please do. And again, if you leave a review 
for the podcast um, on Apple is where you can review it. Take a screenshot of the review or send me a DM on Instagram and let me know that you left a review and I will send you a little one card reading as a thank you because I really truly appreciate the feedback and the reviews are so helpful. It's been amazing watching this podcast grow and watching the audience grow. I'm so incredibly grateful for every single one of you listening today. I love you so much. Have a beautiful week.